Sylvia Tam, and you're listening to Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs, a weekly snack and chat with amazing moms about how they raise their kids to live an entrepreneurial lifestyle. So let's hop into today's show and grow healthy families and businesses together. Welcome to another episode of Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs. I'm your host, Sylvia Tam. And on today's show, we have Stacey Walker. I actually met her at through her series um, to promote and showcase many coaches and inspiring individuals, I guess, including myself. And <laughs> I'm excited to have her. So welcome, Stacey, to the show. Thank you so much, Sylvia. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Oh, well, it was a pleasure and an honor to be on yours as well. You were really honing in on homeschooling and lots of entrepreneurs who are homeschooling their kids. I'm assuming that's including you. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, of course. I'm a new homeschool parent. So it's been an, an exciting journey so far. Yeah. So Stacey, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your kids and what you are doing? Yes, of course. Uh, So a little bit about myself. So I have been an entrepreneur since 2008. I never planned on doing this whatsoever. Uh, What ended up happening was in 2008, I ended up getting really, really sick to the point of almost dying. And I had to uh, leave my, my career at University of Health, University of Texas Health Science Center in Texas in the psychiatry department, like I had finally landed the career um, that I could actually stay at, like probably until I retired. But that wasn't the plans for me because when I when I got sick, I had to be on bed rest, and I thought that I would recover quickly. I was in my early twenties. Well, it took me almost a year to retire, uh, um, not retire, recover, to, uh, recover, <laughs> kind of retire too from, from my regular career. So what I ended up doing, I was looking online and this is 2008, mind you, I was looking online for work at home jobs. That way I could still bring in income because we were struggling financially. Um, I was, this is my previous marriage. Uh, we were struggling financially. I was the breadwinner, uh, even with my ex-husband working two jobs, it just still was not enough to sustain. So I looked for, you know, something to do at home in my bed. And I wasn't looking for a business opportunity. I didn't even think that option was even available to me because I was raised to get your education, get a career, stay at that career until you retire. And I didn't know of any entrepreneurs at all. So again, I didn't know it was an option. So that's where my journey started. I realized pretty quickly that there was a whole new world of entrepreneurship and I could be a part of it. So my first, the first thing that I did online was I was part of a network marketing company and I was helping people supplement their healthcare insurance. So I did that for about six months and I was really good at it. However, What I loved even better, Sylvia, was teaching people how to market, how to be able to have a presence online, because that really was a rarity, especially in the network marketing space back in 2008. Uh, Even my upline in my network marketing company was saying that I would not be successful because I needed to go out, you know, in my community and network in host networking events. 
basically they told me I would fail. Wait a second. And, wait a second. Can I ask you a yeah. quick question? Yeah. So you're helping people with their insurance, mm-hmm. right? But then you discover this different area that you actually can help people with, which is marketing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Basically what I did, I was helping other network marketers from any company, just not with the healthcare benefits, even though I started there, started expanding out beyond that. And I started liking that more. Matter of fact, I really wasn't enrolling too many people in the healthcare benefits. I was enrolling so many people and educating them how to market their businesses online because there were other people that did not want to do the traditional networking, uh, you know, knocking on people's doors. Back then, you people were putting flyers everywhere and it was just like a totally whole, a completely different space. So my network, my upline was so against it. I mean, I did not get any support from them whatsoever with this, but I ended up finding someone that was doing the exact same thing that I wanted to do. And I learned from this person, uh, his name's Tim Irway. Uh, matter of fact, um, I, I don't know where he's at today, but that opened my mind up to marketing because again, Sylvia, I had no idea I would even be doing any of this. I didn't realize that I was even good at marketing until I started helping people. Oh, so, so that's where was you started out. Yeah. Right. So then yeah. from there, did you start to grow in helping people through your own business? Yes. Yeah. So I definitely, you know, closed the door on the network marketing company because I soon learned that it wasn't my company. I was limited to doing certain things online. So I was like, you know what, let me start my own business and put it under an LLC and let's just go from there. And that's when I went on this whole journey of helping people, um, coaching them on how to market their businesses online. And for the first five years of my business, I was successful, but it was really hard for me because my mind state was not of, let me invest in mentors. Let me invest in coaches. I wanted to learn everything myself. It was like kind of like a pride thing for me. Uh, I'm very independent and I'm a self-learner, but I know I would have gone even faster if I would have just learned from others. So five years in, 80 hours a week, um, very successful. However, in my personal life, it was terrible. So yes, terrible. I'm talking about, I had gained so much weight because I was sitting at my desk all day. Uh, I was consuming sugar and I'm a very active person. I love the great outdoors. And one day I did not recognize myself when I looked in the mirror. Um, my relationship with my husband now, even though I was in the house with him, I wasn't present with my oldest son. I wasn't present. I, I was stressed out all the time. So I made the decision to step away from my business and for a year so I could get my mind, body, and spirit right. So wow. I could feel like myself again. Uh, a year ended up turning into two because I ended up getting pregnant and because of my age, um, it was, you know, I had a high risk pregnancy. So my doctor already knew my history about working a lot and getting burned out and stressed. So he said, um, either you step away from your business or don't go back to it until you deliver this baby. Because previous to that, 
uh, before I had stepped away from my business, I had experienced three miscarriages, had three of them. And I, looking back, I know it was because my mind, my body and my spirit weren't right. I wasn't healthy. I was stressed out. So I don't think I my body was just equipped to hold a child. It wasn't until I stepped away from my business that I got pregnant and ended up having a healthy boy. <laughs> and <clears throat> he's my rainbow baby. But I promised myself when I went, when I decided to come back to my business, which was in 2016, that I would never operate my business in that way again. And that I would make sure anybody that I would help from that moment forward, I would help them be able to create a foundational structure that's going to prevent them from experiencing overwhelming burnout. So that's what I've been doing since, since I came back to my business in 2016. And it's been absolutely amazing. Um, also, just the people that I've connected with and been able to help people that are so brilliant. They have these big ideas and seeing them come to life is like absolutely amazing. Um, on top of that, I have non-negotiable days off. So uh, I take a week off every month. I take three, three days off every week. I actually started that a few months ago. And my business has actually grown faster from actually stepping away from my business and having time to think and be present with my family and taking care of me and um, being able to reflect on the things that I did. Because I, sometimes we can get into this space and we're always just going, going, going. Um I, I'm around ambitious people all the time. So back then I thought like I had to keep going, going, going in order to experience the same. And it wasn't true. I had to like come back to myself and really get realigned with my vision for my life and my vision for my business. So what do I want? Not what, you know, other people are doing, you know, the coaches that I work with, I don't want what they have. I, I want to be able to use what they have in order to make it work for my lifestyle and my business and doing that has been a huge benefit because I'm at a place of peace today and I'm able to be present with my family and they're the most important things to me of course besides myself <laughs> you know I got to take care of myself first so um that's that's a bit about me I live in uh Denver Colorado we used to live in Texas but we moved here because I love the great outdoors so we decided to just leave Texas um and come here and I wish I would have did it sooner uh, because I love this place and everybody's friendly. Um, it's nice to be able to have a, a, a place where there's so many options to be outdoors. I've One been of my to, favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. I've been to Denver a few times for business and I do always have good visits and mm -hmm. good memories there. So people friendly, absolutely. And the outdoors, the mountains, the elevation is mm -hmm. a little bit high. Uh, I always see oh, yeah. chip, chip bags are all like puffed up. Um, but yeah. And uh, what can I say? That was an amazing introduction to yourself. Thank it you. was a summary of, you know, your past years and you've covered health, you've covered family, your career. And I think the most key sticking point to all of us is how you step back and your business actually thrived. Yes. So that is basically the magic to everyone's ears, right? Mm -hmm. Our it wasn't easy. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Absolutely. It wasn't easy Great. because I, I love what I do so much. I'm always thinking about how can I serve my clients better? Or how can I communicate this different? So 
it was a process for me to get to a week off every month in three days a week off. Like it was a process and it was hard, but uh, what I do now, I make sure that we plan time to do things in those weeks. Like we usually go to the mountains um, yes. off the grid. So there's no technology. So if, if any temptation comes, I can't do anything about it because we don't have a signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so, how you do have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's worked well. Like I, I had to learn how to set boundaries with myself and honor, you know, the vision that I wanted to create into a reality. So it, it's not easy, but how much I've grown through the process has been incredible. And I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning and growing. So, um, and I know that if I can do it, I I have no doubts that anyone can do it as long as you can make it, make things work. As long as you're clear about like what you want your life to look like now and also in the future um, and also your business, like what, what's the most important things to you and just line up everything with that vision and that way it's easy to know like if anything that you're doing from day to day if it's aligned with it or not because you can usually tell you can feel it in your body if you're not feeling aligned if you're feeling stressed like what what the heck's going on you You know know, speaking of alignment Mm -hmm. it actually feels right into our topic right yes because it's all about three brains it's all about head brain heart brain gut brain and i heard you talk about that a lot very similarly Mm -hmm. alignment with the three areas Mm -hmm. so can you tell me a little bit how and i actually already got some um, tips from you already how Mm -hmm. you uh you know you have a 24 year old son Mm -hmm. and you have a seven-year-old son Mm -hmm. and so tell us a about how they get into the entrepreneurial lifestyle. I'm sure they get a lot of influence from the best mentor they could ask for. Oh my goodness. This is a great question. Okay. So my 24 year old, he lives in Texas. So he's not with me every day, like my seven year old is. However, my 24 year old, he is watching me, you know, he he watches me. He sees my post on social media. I share things with them. I, I, always am having conversations with him of how he can pave his own way and and do whatever he wants because he's at that stage where he's not too sure what he wants to do like he had he calls what he has a dumb job like it's something that he's not going to do forever but it's it's paying the bills and I tell him you know just you know develop a skill and start with like what do you like to do and see if there is value like see if there's demand for the thing that you do and if it can help people so he's in a stage of <clears throat> discovery idea stage yeah, yeah discovery for sure and me being able to just have these conversations with them i knew it's helping them think differently um even when it comes to money and wealth building i know i if i wouldn't have gone on this journey i definitely wouldn't be having those conversations with them because i wasn't taught any of those things mm-hmm. um prior to me being an entrepreneur so um that dynamic is absolutely amazing and i'm just so glad that we have a relationship where we can talk to each other about these things and he listens you know so um i think the his discovery phase is almost coming to an end because he's he hired his first coach like um three months ago it was a fitness coach but he said that he learned so much from the experience about investing in himself and I was like, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> music to a mom's ears. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. I said, 
well, you can do this with the other areas of your life. So he's already invested in a coach. And I love that. Uh, with my seven-year-old, oh, and just to let you know, I did not homeschool my 24-year-old. He went to school, you know, regular school, public school um, from the moment he, from first grade until um, he graduated. With my seven-year-old, he's never gone to a public school. He's always around me. Matter of fact, when he was younger, you know, two and under, I would always have him with me when I would do my live streams or connected with people in my community. So he's always been around me when I'm working. So I know he's picking things up just from being in my presence. They definitely and do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I have conversations with them to, you know, let him know that he can do things that are interesting to him. Uh, because I, one thing that I notice with both of my children is just how, and, and we, we might forget this because like, as we get older, we kind of forget like our inner child, right? We can forget our inner child unless we go back to it. So just observing my kids, I was just able to see how playful they are, how creative they are and how they do the things that feel so good to them. And I can learn from that, you know, as mom. So he, and he's a great accountability partner too. Like if there's oh, something I, I don't want to do, if I don't want to go for a walk or if I don't want to go out, like over the summertime, we um, laid out grass in our backyard and I had to pull weeds, you know, the weeds that were going to choke the grass. And there was a couple of days where I did not want to do it. I don't want to be out in the heat. I was making excuses. There he is, right? Yeah, there he is. And he's encouraging me to do it. He said, oh, it's not going it. to take too long. You can go in the shade. And I was like, <laughs> wow. I said, you were a great accountability partner. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that. Accountability is so good to have mm -hmm. it the other way around mm -hmm. because they are so easy to adapt and yeah. they don't think of too many excuses, especially when they're younger, right? Exactly. Like he never makes excuses at all. And I'm just like, I hope, I hope that stays with you. And I want to be very intentional about him not making excuses. If there's like with my youngest, which I know I'm definitely doing, and not most my youngest, I'm sorry, with my oldest. Um, one thing that he did when he was growing up, he would like start a sport. And then after a few weeks, he would get bored with it or want to quit. And I didn't really encourage him to keep going. I was just like, well, if it's not what you want to do, then, you know, find something else, which isn't a bad thing. However, I wish I would have taught him finish what you start or at least had the conversation. If you're going to do this, you got to commit at least a minimum of a year, you know, so right. from learning from having my oldest, my first child, um, I'm able to, um, do things a little bit differently with my youngest. So one of the things that I really want to do is teach him to stay committed and finish what he starts, even if he discovers, uh, this is something I really don't want to do, but at least have a commitment at least a year. Because I know there's times when we want to do something and sometimes it can be challenging. Uh, sometimes we have to get over these mental hurdles and learn how to continue to move for forward um, despite the mental chatter that saying, you know, you can do this later or don't do this or you can quit. Those are the easy things to do. I think the growth really happens when we just keep on moving forward. Um, and like I said, having a timeline on it, try it for a year. Let's see what happens and don't quit it until that year happens. Agreed, that way yeah. you can really decide there's enough time 
that has passed by to really decide if this is something you really want to do and get over that hump of, oh, this is something new because, you know, our our brain up here um, is always going to be resistant to doing the new thing. So yes. it always feels harder in the beginning. Yeah, agree. Mm-hmm. And then you, we also get them to learn that even if you're not enjoying it, but you've committed to it, that yes. there's a way you can find something that you can learn still from it, whether it be a sport that you never thought your hands could do certain things and focus on just little things so that they don't think about the bigger picture of not enjoying it. They just kind of see that there are still lots of little golden nuggets throughout that process. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a huge tip for a lot of us that are having kids going through learning because discovery is huge. No matter what the age, you're always discovering and Mm -hmm. you're keeping that inner child. So you're always playing with whatever you're learning. Um, Can you also mention a little bit, you know, you're talking about the head, heart and and, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about what would you say would be the which brain would you say you would uh, uh, attribute to your more success of raising your boys to be that Mm positive, you know, mindset, entrepreneurial lifestyle, head, which is creativity, mm-hmm. creativity, heart, kindness, mindfulness, and gut would be wellness and food choices. Oh my goodness. This is a great question. So I would say at heart, heart first, uh, gut, and then okay. and, uh, and here's why a little bit. Yeah. 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 Here's why heart, um, that requires us to go within um and being able to really really discover like who we are and what we like what we don't like and then the mindfulness around not only knowing yourself but also other people my youngest and my oldest they they're the kindest people ever you know they they've never they're always very courteous. They're always wanting to be helpful. And I know it's because of, of me, you know, because I'm the exact same way. So I lead with leading with the heart first, because usually leading from there, I mean, it's not going to steer you wrong <laughs> at all. Um, as far as gut, I, I mentioned before that, you know, I'm very active health it's very meaningful to me because again, I, I almost died. So that was like a wake up call yeah. for me because I was in my early twenties. Like I didn't realize the seriousness of it because of my ignorance in my early twenties, because when you're young like that, you kind of think, Oh, you know, nothing bad's going to happen or, or I don't have to be concerned about my health until I get older. Yeah. But you have like, other things going on. So much right. going on that time. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so being able to help my kids like be mindful of what they're eating, staying active. Um, both of my sons, they're 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 thin, but they're a healthy thin. Um, my my youngest is always very active, always doing things, always wanting to go outside, running, playing, and he loves to go on hikes. Uh, and it's just a great way to decompress, to connect with nature. Uh, to have conversations and to like discover new things outdoors. Matter of fact, we went to a, an arbitrarium um, in, near a university, um, not too not too far from where we live, and there were labels of the type types of trees um, on the on the walking path. So my my youngest son and I we learned about different tree species and. Um, 
when he touched the trees and, you know, just, it was like a great learning experience for the both of us, but we were able to experience that together. Uh, with my oldest, he's always, you know, wants to stay healthy. Like I mentioned, he, well, got, that's a why he, he got a coach, <laughs> the health right? coach yeah, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and I'm not surprised about that because, you know, he wants, he values his health and that might be contributed to my parents because, my mom is a retired nurse and my dad's a retired um, OR surgeon. So learning from them about just our mortality and how, you know, we have these bodies and sometimes they will not operate right. Um, we have to be mindful about what we do with these bodies because this is what we got in mm -hmm. this life. So uh, it, it really had an, an influence on me. Um I, I remember always reading my mom's medical books and stuff like that. I think I turned into a hypochondriac because of it, because I was like, oh, I think I got this, you know, but, but <laughs> I got a head start. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was always like worried. Oh, I think I got this thing, but just the witnessing my parents really helped me like just really get aligned with, you know, my gut. Um, as far as up here with creativity, we as human beings, we're, we're all creative. So I, I think having the heart and the gut aligned makes it so much easier for us to be creative and being able to tap into our infinite potential and being able to co-create with others or, or with nature itself or um, God or universe, whatever you desire, whatever you want to call it, call all of, all of this. Yeah. Um, I think it, it makes it easier to express creativity when you have the heart and the gut aligned. I, and, I, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And to let you know, Sylvia, I mean, I give credit to you because I knew I, I wasn't, I was not well-versed. I still am a student. Of course, I wasn't well-versed in the three areas until we connected and you were featured on the uh, series because you asked me a question about, how many brains do we have? Yeah. <laughs> and, I I, that. and I was like, uh, one, but then I was like thinking, wait, we got another brain, <laughs> you know, we got another one. It, it, it's in our gut, but I, but we don't think it's three of them. Right. Um, so matter of fact, I mentioned this to uh, my youngest about how many brains and my husband, I, I was like, we have three. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah. <sighs> I was like, I just got off a call with Sylvia and she just like blew my mind about oh. this. And well, it's, it's, it makes us more powerful all of mm -hmm. a sudden because the head brain is the only one that we know about it because it determines so many things, but mm -hmm. we don't know how to tap into our gut brain and our heart brain. So that takes all of those other exercises that are becoming more and more aware, like meditation and mindfulness and slowing down and learning about how our gut works like this is the stuff that really is like the magic mm -hmm. to making sure that when we think consciously unconsciously we're in a good state otherwise mm -hmm. you're just basing it on just your head the head is just going to be careful like to be careful not to do this or because you want something so bad your head's just gonna let you keep going yes but it mm -hmm. doesn't know how to give the right signals to your body or we don't know how to listen because it's so strong right Mm -hmm. your mind so decision driven right that's all it really is 
Yeah. I love that you you've kind of tapped into the younger child and then the older child and how their different way of learning has changed and even going through the learning about trees that's all part of homeschooling right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. honestly even if your kids are in public school if the continue just continues learn the continue the learning continues at the home yes so no matter how they're going for their education, it's still the same. You know, I, I and I love that you've also had that, you know, that moment of like, oh my gosh, I almost lost my most precious life. And so now I'm not going to waste any minute. And if we can keep that for our kids to understand mortality and that you only have this one body and if you take care of it, you can continue to do what you love. So with all of that, I think all of us can hear that passion in your voice and your, your messaging. What is your, it's a big question, but I still have want to ask, what is your biggest vision or dream right now for either your family or for, for everybody? Oh my goodness. I think about this every single day because I have to keep it at the top of my mind because it's a big vision. And, but it's what I want and I know we can make it happen. I just don't have you know, I don't have every single step, which I wouldn't have anyway. But the big vision is for us to rent, not rent, oh my goodness, <laughs> buy 20 acres of land somewhere near the mountains. And we will have maybe five, six to ourselves in the in another portion of it for growing food, another portion of it for people to camp. Um, or glamp, <laughs> glamping, love camping. That. Love glamping. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And the reason why, uh, during the um, pandemic, all you remember when all of the state parks closed down, mm-hmm. and this was around the time that we usually are going camping and fishing and doing all of those things. So, and that's like my, that's my time to compress. So I was like really upset about it. I was like, no, I'm not going to accept this. So I started looking online and I discovered a website called Hip Camp. And basically it's like the Airbnb of campgrounds. So what people do, they list the, uh, their property or, or a piece of it for people to rent out. Um, and you could, it could be a primitive site all the way up to a log cabin or even a house. And I was like, that's another income stream. And if we have land to where people can, you know, go come and go as they choose. We went to one spot, it was called the TP. Uh, it was like TP something. So we stayed in a TP and it was high up high up in the mountains like it took a while for us to drive up there and you had to have a truck to go up there but by the time we got up there we were all by ourselves five acres to ourselves great views and that's when I had the like clarity and vision of I want to do this you know, I already knew beautiful. we wanted land but that I really wanted that um and then being able to have an area for growing food because another thing that I came to realize, especially during 2020, was so many people aren't taught how to grow food. Um, I wasn't because it's convenient to go to the grocery store. (laughs) We have grocery stores, like, I don't know how many within a five mile radius. And I did not like the fact that 
people were hoarding food, toilet paper, all of these things. I never went to the grocery grocery store, but my husband did around that time. He said, it's a madhouse. He said, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of scary because what if all the food is gone? Like, what do we do? Yeah, we're not self-sufficient. Right, exactly. So I was like, my my vision is for me to learn how to be self-sufficient pass that on to my kids to learn how to be self-sufficient no matter what happens, because I think that's extremely valuable. That is, you know, especially in a world of convenience and instant gratification, because we are just so comfortable. I know we're just so used to this because we were born into this, or at least we saw the changes as we've gotten older. Um, We don't know how to be self-sufficient. So I think, learning how to do that, I think is probably the most important thing because I I don't want to sound like a doomsday prepper or anything like that. Nothing wrong with the, you know, doomsday preppers. But thing is, we could get knocked back into the stone ages for all we know. We The whole power grid could go out. Um, things like that could happen and no one, most people would not be prepared. I love the combination of thinking of like the Flintstones and the Jetsons. <laughs> You know, because yeah. it's like past and future. It's like mm-hmm. we're in the middle right now. Yeah. And, and no matter what, it's healthier food anyway. So mm-hmm. if you grow yourself and it's the nutrients are are, are more yes. than having it processed through so many places. So so I guess Stacey, you really like put this vision here on this mm-hmm. episode. So that mm-hmm. way when that time comes that you have your land and you're building it, <laughs> we just rewind back to this show and say, yes, yeah, she claimed her vision here and she worked towards it. Mm-hmm. And we definitely hope to be able to support and come visit. Thank at you. That, at that, at that when, at the, when that day comes, whatever that is, right? Yes. So, I, I love that. Yes. <laughs> So yes, all that being, yeah, exactly. With all that said, I'm sure that we want to connect with you further. So mm-hmm. where is a great place to connect with you? A great place to connect with me. Uh, I'm mainly on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, on Instagram, it's Unleash Your Ambition, LLC. On YouTube, Unleash Your Ambition. Or you could just go to UnleashYourAmbition.com and connect with me. That way, uh, there's a contact page on my website, uh, also, I have like the icons at the top of the website if you want to connect with me on social media. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, you are in our Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs Facebook group. Yes. So we will be also sharing your all your great tools, all of that in there as well. Um, you have to keep us posted on your next series so that we all know yes. to to chime in. Right. Because yes. we some of us might want to, you know, contribute and some of us would just want to make sure we we learn from all the guests. So but before we go, please share with us what you're having with our snack and chat today. Well, what I'm having is one of my favorite coffee mugs. We got, we got my husband and I, we go on a getaway at least every other month without the kid. And we went to a lodge in the mountains and we bought this cup and what's in it is water. One of my favorite drinks and it's the easiest thing to drink (laughs) (laughs) and it replenishes my body and it's good for us, you know, so I, I enjoy drinking water from the moment I wake up all the way until all the I go way. to bed. How mm-hmm. many cups do you drink? You say? I don't even keep track. Um, <laughs> it, it's quite a bit. Uh, we go, I go through quite a bit of water. And... Never leave, never leave your desk or go anywhere with that one, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anytime we go anywhere, I have water. 
Yeah. Uh, I have water beside my bed. I have it in, I have water everywhere. So oh, that's, that's perfect because <laughs> I have something that needs some water. So I'm just you, taking my chips, mm. you know, my Aviva mm. chips. Yeah. So I've got those that I'm munching on just before lunch. Uh, they keep me fueled before I get to my next, you know, matter, whatever madness mm -hmm. I'm in, right? But <laughs> yeah. it keeps me fueled. So we're a good balance. One's a drink, one's a snack. Yes. So perfect. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm so glad we did this. It is a beginning of an awesome new year. And I wish you lots of lots of health and energy to kickstart all your dreams. Oh, thank you so much, Sylvia. This is great. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to doing this again. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Stacey. And thank bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a review. Join us in the Facebook group Mompreneurs Raising Kidpreneurs to continue this awesome conversation. And share this show with mompreneurs you know so we can grow healthy families and businesses together. See you next week.